0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. We are live from San Antonio, Texas, shooting a bunch of content for Black Rifle Coffee. Shooting another instructor Earl sketch. And we might have recorded another Lincoln's Box Seats song for Valentine's Day. We'll see. We'll see how all this shakes out. Either way, it was the four of us chilling out in a a ranch in the middle of nowhere. And we did a series of shows that were back-to-back that were just fucking awesome, man. Old school, just hanging out, getting weird. One One of those sets of shows where it was kind of whatever was in the liquor cabinet. At this weird place we were at. And I was a mixture of wine, tequila, whiskey, triple sack, whatever was there. We emptied out the cupboards and just went old school on it. Uh, fun shows. Here's, here's the first of, of those two. But first, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about blackriflecoffee.com. Again, they are our chief sponsor for all of 2019. What more can you say about Black Rifle Coffee that hasn't already been said? Well, nothing, nothing at this point. They're the best coffee company on the planet, bar none. Yeah, if you haven't tried them, you got to go try them. And uh, it's by the way, it's real, man. Uh, after being there and spending time, you know, not only in Salt Lake but in San Antonio, like. Dude, there's assistants and people running in with, like, different blends from all over the world. Like, Evan is, is constantly tasting these things all day long. Um, it's legit, man. This isn't just, like, a, a bag em and tag em fucking operation there. I mean, they're, they've got some of the finest roasters on the planet there. Uh, Edwin is his name. Um, that's uh, It's constantly testing blends, man. It's the best coffee on the planet. Uh, their, their Coffee Club of the Month program is even better. It gets uh, delivered to your house the same date of every single month, and it's about $4 cheaper than Costco. They got K cups, they got bags, they got, look, they got grounded and full beans, whatever your jam is. And they have also got those pour over kits now for sale there. Uh, and their apparel is also um, some of my favorite that any, you know, non-apparel company has been putting out. Uh, because let's face it, they're a co- coffee company first and foremost. Love their hoodies and shit. Um go to blackriflecoffee.com, type in the promo code bros 20 for 20% off. New promo code for the new year. Drinkin' Bros 20 for 20% off. Use it on the Coffee Club of the Month program next up we've got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros they extended them deals them deals is still going on if you go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros that bundle package still exists and it's $7.99 $7.99 off a mattress and adjustable base and uh, you also get free pillows with it it's amazing 36 months interest-free pay-as-you-go program no other company to my knowledge is offering that on the planet i mean shit usually you lease a car for three years and uh you know they ring you up for four to five percent interest whatever the fuck it is not ghost bed they're saying hey man we got you we got you on your mattress Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros right now and get the mattress you've always fucking wanted and or need. Having a good night's sleep, man, is, is super important in this life. And if you're not currently getting it, you need to get a mattress and start doing it. It really will change your day-to-day life at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we got bisonunion.com. Be the bison. Oh, man, you want to talk about my, my favorite clothing brand there is man i buy that i buy their shit all the time and i wear their shit all the time everybody who's been hitting me up on instagram at st james st james and asking me what this hat is that that i've been wearing it is the new bison union hat i just bought it it's got a uh, like a buffalo on it and, and somebody said it's the wyoming flag um it's it's a camo it's rad it's it's my fucking favorite hat everybody's got their go-to hat that they're always you know pulling out and wearing with them everywhere this is my go-to hat these days i love all of the apparel and the products at bisonunion.com and their long sleeve tees are back they're in stock and they got some new ones i know they've been selling out of a lot of shit it's one of those things where once you go peruse their website you're like oh man fuck Finally, a company figured it out, and they've got cool shit for dudes that I can just roll out in. That's BisonUnion.com. Um, use the promo code Bros for 20% off. That's good every single time. And uh, stock, stock up. Their long-sleeve tees are like like 27 bucks, man. Cheap. Uh, big fan of BisonUnion.com. Every time that box shows up in my house, I am grateful. Earn your food. Earn your clothing. And use Drinkin' Bros, 20% off at bisonunion.com. Next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Strikeforce is the, the, look, this is the diet drink of January. Everybody's on a diet after the holidays, including myself. You crash in the afternoon, man. I start off in the morning with black rifle coffee. Afternoon, strike force energy that keeps me going throughout the day. No carbs or sugars in it. That is the key to this. Um, you know, I'm doing a fucking keto diet right now. This this fits right in with that. Important uh, water, Lacroix. Anything you're trying to fill up your belly with, and you're not crashing in the middle of the afternoon because your body's not used to not drinking eggnog all fucking day like I was over the holidays. Uh they've got four amazing flavors. Original lemon, orange, and make America grape again. A 10 pack, a 40 pack, and a 750 milliliter bottle The rest on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. This is what will get you through the diets. I can promise you that. It's what's getting me through mine right now. Uh strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code Drinkin' Bros for 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, too. So if you're a listener in Australia or wherever you're at and you're, you're looking to try some of this, you can. England, whatever. They, sh- they ship everywhere. Uh, last but not least, talking about grillyourassoff.com. Big, big fan of grillyourassoff, man. I, fuck, we cook with this shit every day. So it's, kinda, it's hard when you use a product so much and you're like, man, what else do I say about it because I use it every day? Um, go to their Instagram. If you want to see like all their seasonings and what you can do with all these seasonings, go to their Instagram. They got one of the best on the planet at grillyourassoff.com. As far as the company goes, I don't follow a lot of companies on Instagram because usually it's fucking boring. Uh, this is like food porn there. And they, they actually show you how to 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 use all these spices. They've got some uh, videos on YouTube that shows you how to cook with all this shit. I love grillyourassoff.com, and look, let's face it, you're going to buy seasonings from somewhere. Rather than going to the grocery store and buy it from some corporation like you know McCormick's or Lowry's or whatever that bullshit is, Montreal Steak Seasoning, get it from a 100% veteran-owned company. Crispy has got his own blend there. He's got his own spice there. He works with these guys all the time. Uh, it's great. Seasonings for chicken, steak, pork, you name it. They've got it. Um, they've also got some of the finest beef jerky in the lands. Big fan of their, their sweet and spicy. That gets me through the afternoons. I love that. Uh, four pack, 25 bucks, all American beef. So, you know, you're getting the good shit. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code drinking bros for 15% off. And if you're going to be at shot show next week, grill your ass off and strike force are doing a show together live from the manila Bay um, on uh, on Tuesday nights. And uh, you can go to that, get some free products from those companies. Love them. Now, let's get into the show, shall we? Live from San Antoine with the Core 4.
1: Hey. Whoa, the we got the core four We're in all the here fucking core
0: Texas San Antoine
1: San Antoine. Antoine God damn it Is I that who
0: his name is that do how you pronounce his real name I believe so Yeah, I Antoine? believe so It's it's Antoine? from the African Antoine? descent of uh, Antonio you I see, believe See I it's thought It's from Africa it was from
2: Spain No See I,
0: you're really teaching me something It might right be there. Mexico It might be actually Mexico not, your mustache
1: sure. is fucking powerful Glorious, right now. isn't it? It's yeah. dyed black, and I, I don't and know. That, and my hair's dyed blonde. Right. So here's
0: what happened on the sports show, obviously. Uh, D'Anthony and I, D'Anthony, D'Anthony, had a bet of University of Oregon. Uh, I lost, and so I had to dye my hair blonde and my mustache black. Like superstar Steve Prefontaine who died in a right. car crash, is that
1: Dan Dan Holloway.
0: Yeah, yep. well he no, goes we're by Danth- so, we're so he goes lost by Dan Anthony, I mean, Anthony now. That's that's his, that's his for formal name, Dan Anthony. So it's two Danthony's, two Danthony's. Um, Where did this come from? Old school Sicily Italian. Um, again, I a lot of geography for me on today's show. Um, but anyways, to fuck him over and to say fuck you, the bet ended on January second. Right. Obviously, I I get called here, summoned here. Yes, for a uh, instructor Earl sketch, which yeah. I didn't want to miss, obviously. But I said, "Fuck you, Dan! I'm still wearing this and I'm rocking it. I haven't decided when I'm going to get rid you of it." You look all good. I, I love it.
1: You and Jared <laughs> should really play these characters out because. <laughs> He he trimmed his mustache a little bit, but I really like because I look at Evan and then I see like well put together CEO. I look at me, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like a cross between an alcoholic and influencer and business guy. Like I ain't got it figured out. And then I look at you guys, (laughs) (laughs) like a, a dirt grunt Marine Corps laugh. Just like that. That's some good good aesthetics you guys have going on so thank you well my, my
0: parents came for christmas because we have a newborn so we weren't going anywhere and when i showed that up, that sounded my little, mom, hold
1: on you sound a little weird my parents came for christmas and we have a newborn yeah. you might want to rethink that
0: uh, look i'm sure they boned while they were at my house you really think? no
1: probably yeah, there's not. no way do you think par- <laughs> no. like do you think your parents still fuck
0: Oof, that's a tough call we should call him. I try not to picture it. Like what? <laughs> right? Let's call no, him. But, and but, yeah, let's H? give him a call. Yeah, Wait, listen, listen. A oh, I, I got a very, very yeah.
2: disturbing text today that said the next time I see Evan, I'm going to plant a big kiss on his lips
0: from my mom. Oh. <laughs> oh. Jared's mom's high. <laughs> oh, hot. my
1: God. It's actually there.
3: Yeah. Well, well, yeah. well. And she's
1: a hottie potati. We talked yeah. about it before. What's but like I don't really. Uh, it's kind of like, so if I was a sword, she's a sheath. Oh God! <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't need her, Did you but just like, call my mom yeah. a dickmit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I called her a sword sheath in the most yeah. reverent way possible. You
2: were making me throw up, Matthew.
1: <laughs> well, you know, because it's kind of hot. Because I'm like her kind of surrogate, you know, stepson. And I it's, mean, you it's fill like in, yeah, because it's you like,
2: probably talk to him more than I do.
1: True. So it's like scared son fucks fake mother on vacation in a texas hailstorm. Yeah. I,
0: I feel like Matt talks to your family more than you talk to your family. So every time I see your kids, they're with
3: Matt. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> right. I love his kids, and not to mention, I one of the favorite stories. I think we talked about this in the podcast before, but his mom and dad visited Salt Lake City. Jared went out of town, and they showed up, and they came to the the the, the Black Rifle. They didn't head, know he wasn't. Yeah, there? they came to Black Rifle HQ. And they're Like Matt, what's up? I'm like, what are you guys doing here? Jared didn't say you were here. Like, oh yeah, Jared's out of town. He said he was in town, but he just left. So we're here, hanging out with Katie and the kids. I'm like, what the fuck? So I hung out with him for a while. And no way, yeah.
2: Evan and yeah. I had to go. Uh, it was when we went to Daytona. That's cool. Maybe oh. yeah, maybe give your mom and dad. That a was jangle, a very though.
0: last minute. Yeah. Like okay, yeah, but give him a, give him a jangle like a, a coin toss, a to heads up. I mean, I left
2: a I I had left a nine one one page on her pager.
0: <laughs> right. Your mom still uses a pager? No, she used to have one though God damn it yeah. So we were talking earlier Right before we went on air About early 2000s And what we used Mine was the sidekick That was my first thing You had a sidekick? That is a fucking Motorola sidekick, dude That was my jam That was my fucking Jimmy Jam You guys were In in the suck In I the shit What <laughs> would you would you have over there?
3: I didn't have anything I didn't even have a cell phone Because I was gone From 2002 2000, 2000. I, I had like Shitty Nokia brick phones is what we were using. Oh, yeah. They were like But you could get the colored faces for them. But I never did I never did that because oh. I went from like the Philippines to Kuwait to Iraq. So I was just going to like bang, bang, bang all three of them like back in a row.
0: One would have thought
3: in Asia they would have had... The
0: Philippines is in Asia, right?
3: Again, yeah, a lot but it was of just geography. Yeah, a crappy <laughs> Nokia brick. Like it was... They had nothing... There was nothing to it. Yeah, only numbers. You couldn't even text. made had a know. screen, but That'm, that was like... Yeah. That makes me happy because it
1: reminds me of like Tupac getting hosed with my pager.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: because I had a cell phone in high school and I'm the youngest of everybody. I'm I'm turning 33 this year. But, you know, when I joined the military, same exact example is I didn't really have a phone. I would text kind of and then I'd deploy and then we didn't have anything. It was just I was cut Mm -hmm. off from the whole world. And then I remember coming back. I think for my second deployment, I saw some Air Force dude, and he whipped out. Remember those old razors? That's what I had. And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, my ninja! What <laughs> <laughs> is that? And it was like that super sleek phone. I'm like, shit! You getting emails the on that screen Ever yeah. that yeah. you yeah. ever
2: see a color screen? on Dude, the phone? it was fucking yeah.
1: dope. I remember, I remember looking in the plane. I'm like, I need to get me one of those. I we went home and spent 400 bucks, yeah. like my half of my entire month's paycheck on it, and got myself a razor and or.
0: if we didn't have work I'd still I would still rather use a razor than this this fucking thing that I have now if you didn't have to email or do anything like just uh, a razors
3: that's kind of where it was at for me and that was that was it listen well, i think they should bring back the flip phone but with the smartphone technology that shit would be pretty sick yeah Right? I, yeah, I agree
1: like, with that. I think, did we talk about this before? I love the fact of a flip phone, because what do you do with a phone? I'm looking at my iPhone, what, 10X Max, whatever this fucking fancy thing is. I get mad, and you throw it. Ugh. But remember flip phones? When you get mad, yeah, you slap flip. it, and you were you felt so accomplished. You're like, I told that bitch, and all she got hung up on was like the, or whoever, the, the person you're mad at in business. Yeah. But you you felt that, like, yeah, slam the fucking phone. Yeah, but
2: phone. what about, like, think about the difference in just social norms and stuff like that when it was just house phones. If someone wasn't home, they weren't. Home. You didn't know where they were. That's, that's you didn't the, see a story yeah. of them. You know, if someone told you, oh, "No, I can't tonight. I'm going to do X, Y, or Z." You know, you didn't. You're not seeing their Instagram stories. Of them out with other people, and you're like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> what,
0: a, what a time that was." Right? I know. Like, it was the best. And then, by the way, that's what. That's exactly why I brought it up. There was an article in Hollywood Reporter that just this woman who used to run all the doors there had uh, over twenty thousand photos. That she took by herself on a camera, nobody ever saw them, and they ended up being the famous like Ryan Gosling and Justin Timberlake and all of these mega famous people later on and she was like you don 't understand back then when you didn't you couldn 't take a fucking photo every goddamn right. second of the day, this is what fun used to look like, and you saw celebrities just having a, a genuinely great time out, but let's, because let's, they were relaxed let's
1: let 's mm. analyze that though, right, so I think that people now or back then at least you could capture a moment." And you were thankful that you captured the moment, but you immediately went back to the current time that you were yes. living in. Whereas now, the second you capture that moment, you want to refine it and better it. Because right, if we take a photo out or whomever, social media speaking, they take it. They're like filter, enlarge, you know, figure out the blushes. They want to upload it. They want to tell everybody they where, share where, where it they're right at. Away, but and back they
2: the, want to check right. in real time. What feedback is coming from this situation? Exactly. But back in the day, you took
1: a photo and you're like, ah, I'm just having fun in the moment and you forgot about it. And then, you know, maybe four weeks later when you published that fucking Polaroid, you're like, this is a dope ass photo. I'm so thankful for that moment. So you were thankful in retrospective speak. You weren't there in like current retrospective, which is a weird psychological thing because you're living the current moment through a a like a moment that already happened it's bizarre instead of being like i really enjoy my friends here let me keep living that moment you take the one photo and then you want to share it with everybody it's it's kind of fucked to yeah be honest with you
0: yeah i got i got my wife um the polaroids making the old school 70s yeah. Polaroid charlotte, cameras had that for charlotte has one yeah, I, I bought her for that for christmas because she's not a big so she's not in social media like whatsoever mm-hmm. she she'll post once every like three months and She took a bunch of pictures of Christmas and then just strung them up around the house. And it was nice to walk by it and see what that one moment was and that one thing. It's not on my fucking phone. Nobody's commenting on it. Nobody's, you know, my kid did the same fucking thing or blah, 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 blah. Right. I miss that. I miss that time. Now you're right. You're downsizing, resizing all that other shit. And, uh, you know,
1: it's the perfect world type shit where my life is amazing. Well, I think people are, they want to show the fun they're having rather than live it. And, and that's the problem. I think there's a happy mean. like technology has such a good way of remembering the moments that you have, but it also kind of, um, adversely affects the moments that you have because you want to capture them and make them better than they are instead of just living them for better or for worse. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Strange, right? Strange. Yeah. Like, I'm House just, phones. I'm getting drunk. I House don't know. Phones, we filmed man. all day today. I, like, I'm just getting buzzed up. <clears throat> we did. S- someone's not home. They're not home. They're not. Home. You let, yeah, you, you Dude, left their message. You talked to their parents. One of my favorite memes that yeah. came out of the, uh, like I think I saw it last year in 18, was it was like when someone knocks on your door in 2018, you're like, who the fuck why is that? Why are you here? Yeah, Back yeah. in 1990, you're like, oh my God, someone's here. Yeah. <laughs> who, who could <laughs> be coming by? could by to say <laughs> oh, Could it be that my, cool my sister, my brother? This is no, awesome. Like, <laughs> why, did,
2: why didn't you text me? Why, you, why yeah. are you just here? Why That's you, why a weird was, thing because
1: if someone shows up my house unannounced, I don't like you. I've had a few people that I've met in acquaintance form, and they'll just like show up and knock. Hey, bro, I thought I'd swing by. I'm like, I have a fucking cell phone. I have an that's iPhone. Weird. What the <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. didn't <laughs> you text me that you're coming to my house? It's weird to me. I don't like that me. shit. No, I, I that's know, how you get yeah. shot in the face.
3: I will say this, though. I would do that at Jared's house without even thinking. I wouldn't even text him. I'd just show up because I know... Well, it's Jared. If he's Jared, there, yeah. and if I know he's there, he's going he's gonna to want me to be there because of he course. wants... Socialization. Thank God. Hold this baby. Day. Yeah. He's like, I want socialization at any point in time. And more than likely, there'll be three or four people there to include maybe an Uber driver that he brought home. Right. So, oh, yeah. I know there's always a party in house You haven't an Uber driver in a while?
0: No. Well, we, look, for as much as we shit on Jared, I stayed at your place last night. I was. Really surprised at how nice it was, and all the restaurants and everything around you. Fuck, that was a uh, an enjoyable evening last night. Yeah,
1: let's just dodge the fact that all of his stuff is at Katie's house in the office. All the all the boxes (laughs) of trash, (laughs) but his house does, his apartment does look really nice. It does. It's super nice.
0: And there was a girl that you bumbled with, yeah, who actually lives underneath him. And I told him this was going to be a problem. I said, "Look, man, here's what's going to happen: is if you fuck this girl." Then, let's say things go bad. She's going to hear you fucking upstairs forever at that point. And then there's going to be a broom handle
1: up against (laughs) it. Stop (laughs) (laughs)
0: fucking. Stop (laughs) (laughs) fucking. (laughs) It's me. It's it's Leslie and and 4C. Stop fucking up there.
1: But if she was a boss... She would just throw it right back at him. She'd yeah. get fucked and Ooh, be like, "Your cock man. is so much bigger than my neighbor's." And like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. it'd be like it'd be like a sex no, challenge. I would, I would through open the, the, the windows the two inches open of drywall the
2: so I could hear better. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, the, I'm, I'm gonna uh, put in a swing. You got out crazy a crazy.
1: Yeah, you do. That yeah. is you. You'd be like, "Can you invite me over? I'll I'll have yeah. a vodka tonic and watch you I'll fucking watch. bang." Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I, look. Last night we went. To, you took me to a cured meats place. Yes. So wait,
1: are you really single?
0: Yes.
2: Can Is we talk real? about this?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, we can just we can
2: just talk about that right there. Okay, so we can So you are what, single. What yes. I, I because you sent
1: a text message on Friday to the group text and you were like single and then yeah. on Monday I think you reiterated that. I didn't know yeah. if it's for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so okay. are you looking for a drinking
0: bro at specifically because you've put a couple posts up saying, "Hey, well, Let's ask him this, Ross.
1: What is your now you've gone through relationship and relationship, bouncing through and you know, shit doesn't work, doesn't mean anybody's a bad person, but what do you want now going forward nothing. Jared today or today?
2: nothing? Nothing. Out nothing. of a girl you have, though. You have you have no idea how peaceful the last like four days have been You get so bored though. So I know. let's be, it's let's only be been real four days. I know. Let's be
1: real. What does Jared want when he gets bored?
2: I don't know. Whatever's downstairs. Right. Um. She voted for
1: Hillary, though. When I know, she that said was, that today, I was yeah, like, oh, boy. Like, huh.
2: We'll have some conversations
1: about that. I mean, Obama votes one thing, but like Hillary vote? Yeah, it's ah! tough. We probably no, can't I'm kick really it. Really I can't actually, kick you know what he does for a living, right?
2: I really am interested to, because I've never sat down and met anybody that, that actually has voted for her. And I want to hear why. Like, what is it that they liked about her because i mean since since she's been in politics the last like eight years you can tell that she's just a scumbag like that is power hungry and wants to push her own agenda and wants to get credit for x y and z and everything like that so it's like what i want to know what attracted you to to her because i mean even a lot of our, our our friends and stuff that have worked very closely with her they're like she's the rudest person on earth and like if 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 she could she would put a, another human on a puddle and walk over them so she didn't have to walk in the puddle
3: yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i've said this before she's uh she's a typical power hungry bureaucrat that would look at people like grains of sand plebeians. on the sidewalk yes literally just a means to me to like get to point a to point b
0: uh, there's, a, there's a good chance she might be running again. Is what I heard. God, I hope so. Because uh,
3: I just uh, want this next election to be the biggest, the biggest shit circus. Dude, shit the, show. the political climate in the next amazing. election is gonna be a fucking everything it's is one of disaster.
1: One for the books with how t- Trump's been going, and then the Democratic Party and who they're. It, it is gonna be a fucking. Reality TV show. Oh, because I, I watched be that That I want Ocasio say Cortez interview oh, on God,
0: Sunday yeah. night. Oh. Holy shit! The, like, and and Anderson Cooper was with kid gloves with her. When somebody isn't, congratulations, you're gonna you're gonna whip back the box to
1: crazy. It's gonna be Palin style, where it's just like, oh, there's. dude, you know me. I'm not into politics whatsoever. But this is gonna be. It sucks that it's gonna be a reality TV show for the the, the supreme leader of a nation. Essentially, it's a scary fucking world, but. That's why we have guns, dude. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I think everything's fine.
3: Don't you feel like government's too big to fail where you're just like, ah, eh, it'll be fine? Well, nah. the, I, I like my government to be grossly incompetent to the point where it can't really get a lot accomplished. Because that means they can't really affect change all that fast. Right. Because knee-jerk reactionary politics at the federal level can be Really fucked up if they could make really effective, fast decisions, they'd be like, hey, you know what? Everything sounds like a good idea. Everybody needs to wear fucking pink party hats every fucking Thursday for every other month for the next three years. Sounds great. That's the federal government, right? So I wanted to be a little bit fucked up and slow moving. I really do. You know, roll. Yeah, let them keep
2: fighting all the time, like because nothing. Yeah, gets well, done. I want
3: them just to sling fucking mud at each other and get get bogged down it's, it's in internal the, it's, politics. It's, just just it's no leave different. me the fuck alone. It's white wigs. <laughs> it's the white wigs. Just blah You guys keep talking, keep doing your, keep doing your bullshit. Just don't fuck with me because you guys are so stupid. You're gonna do something stupid that will affect me eventually. I mean, think about marijuana laws. I mean, those were fucking so stupid. And so the government fucking fuel propaganda behind anti-marijuana. But now, at least, like you've got a little bit of states' rights back. People are placing logical laws, giving back people a little bit of freedom. And how many people is it really screwing over? But that's a perfect example, and it works in both ways—for in my favor and not in my favor. Which, is, of course, because so you don't make positive
1: slow. change, but you don't make negative. change. Well, did change, you see you what's going on morally. up in
3: Boulder? colorado
2: yeah the mayor did a uh semi-automatic weapons ban and they only had like 60 people register theirs and follow the rules so they're like we know there's pretty much everybody said great yeah <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: You. Yeah, yeah colorado's going through it
2: man i mean, I mean they, that's same thing with new jersey yeah like they banned the the magazines and nobody turned them in <laughs>
1: yeah I mean, well so fucking stupid that's, well, this that, is fucking so stupid. Fucking what do they expect? What, what, what mayor, do they expect? Like, no, what but, like, mayor
2: though, thinks right. that he has the right to 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 just go back... And and ban something in his city.
3: Yeah, like, wanna, have have a city, but I want right to I want I want to
1: ask that I want to ask that dude what the fuck change do you think that you're yeah. gonna do with this fucking legislation? What the fuck are you gonna do? And we're gonna save lives. Show me, show me scientific data that fucking supports your position, because nothing matters on an emotional basis unless there's scientific data that supports it. And they can't. And that's what it fucking pisses me off about it. Like, let's legalize marijuana. Let's do things that actually make a scientific change in PTS, fucking insomnia, in fucking... Uh, Massive uh, amounts of Yeah, the only of, thing that's inhibiting us is because, like, big in, fucking like... pharmaceutical companies like pharma, yeah, sure, they want a fucking cash roll. That's why they don't want fucking weed legal. It should absolutely be federally legal. And then you should, as a business, say you can or cannot do it because it's fucking... That's the employment criteria. But other than that, like, what the fuck is... A, the whole map they're so fucking lost in the sauce, and they devote their lives to these stupid fucking reasons that just make no sense to me whatsoever.
3: It, 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 you know, it's super interesting. I was watching a a documentary in uh, from Northern California. It's called Murder Mountain. <laughs> and uh, I just was, started this. I'm yeah, on episode three of this. Yeah. So Humboldt it, County. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was really interesting because it it's just crazy so it, far. Yeah, it took a look at cultivation and marijuana when it first started and it started like up in the eureka humboldt county area right yeah. with a bunch of fucking hippies that were up there growing weed not hurting anybody like they went off grid out in the middle of nowhere all my
1: cousins are from humboldt just so you know and they, they're
3: awesome they weren't hurting a lot of anybody. Yeah. yeah and then so then they had you know the helos came in and they had all these dudes come in with and i'm Hey man, I, I was part of the military industrial complex for a long time and I can totally understand a good time. But holy fuck, these dudes were landing like black hawks in the middle of fields like rushing in fucking full assault gear and a bunch of hippies. And what really happened was this militarization of weed and then weed sales on the black market and then all of a sudden it's legal. So they've been fighting it for fucking, you know, decades dumping hundreds of millions of dollars into this whole exercise of fighting weed up in the mountains. But what we
1: could do, we could change that military complex and go, you know, pro-weed, anti-pedophilia. And what we do, and this is the thing, uh, imagine if you had a target set with SIGINT information, you got a fucking 10 fucking grid on a, a dude in Costco and you fucking land a Blackhawk in, you run there and shoot him in the face in the aisle of Costco, and you go, that dude raped six girls.
2: Yeah, but you know, and why? you drag That's not his bloody happen? body
1: out and go, enjoy your joint. It's, That's the America that I want to live it's in. It's not
2: going to happen because all the all the big money there's a bunch of people involved in it. That's why the fucking Super Bowl is like the biggest the biggest time that they try and bust. This I be, think for uh, I, I human disagree. trafficking.
1: I, well, like, with that, yes, I disagree on the marijuana side. I think CBD has been the the just the tip in in the marijuana industry because it's like CBD is legal.
2: No, I'm just talking about why we'll never wage war on sex crimes.
1: Because well, within reason, but I think there's so many different things that we can actually focus our efforts and tax dollars on, other than like marijuana. I mean. Everybody wants to smoke weed. It's It's better than you. I mean, you
2: know, the internet now is trolling police agencies that are bragging. Like uh, yesterday, they had a, a cop that, that seized like an ounce and a half of weed. And uh, I mean, the first comment on it was, I've seen bigger bus on Paw Patrol. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like,
1: I saw (laughs) that post. (laughs) But, but but how do you, so that's that, how, how devices can, divisive can you get? Like, where do you, how do you convince the, the the police officer or law enforcement or whomever that believes that in good faith that they're doing good to understand that that is actually not really changing the course of anything? because right you can demonize anything or romanticize anything and then someone in good faith will act against that so you have to kind of change that narrative in the sense of this actually doesn't matter because when we all grew up like my my daddy's are smoking dope son or whatever in high school we're like. You know, oh, as we're doing drugs, but it what 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 bad does that do in society? And no, I think no, that we all have to like have an educated for perspective. Personal
2: use is a complete yeah, waste fuck. of money. Of course, it's a waste of, of resources. It's a waste of everybody's time. I mean, think what you're doing. You're taking a cop that's arresting a guy with an ounce of weed on him that's just heading back to his house. He's taking him to the station. He's booking him. He's doing the paperwork on him. You've just taken a cop off the street for how long? A couple hours, like. Go after violent criminals. That's what that's that the, was what the invention of a peace officer was. Is it not? Huh?
1: This to, cop would never be listening to this podcast. But one of the best ever. When I was, I think, sixteen years old, I was getting hammered, trying to get laid on, um, where was it? A South Santa Barbara beach. When I was a kid, I had a fucking twenty-four pack. We're drinking with some girls. Came up, we had a bonfire on the beach. Shouldn't have had it. They put out the bonfire. They go, oh, you guys are drinking beer. Do you, are you twenty-one? We're like, no. He said, cool take every beer out of there and pour it in the sand. And we poured it all in the sand. He goes, you guys be gone. And they breathalyzed us. Make sure we we're good to drive and left it, left, left it out as is. So I could have got a minor in the influence. I could have got a lot of stuff and you just said, don't be an idiot and let us be on our way. I think that's good policing because that was saying like, could have fucked you up. You better learn from this lesson, but Hey, you weren't committing some massive transgression. That's the way some marijuana should be. It's like if you're getting super stoned out of your mind and driving. Okay. Rethink your fucking perspective. But who fucking cares, man? <laughs> yeah. Like, at this, at this point, who
0: cares? But in Colorado, now they, they're they have enough signatures to put mushrooms
3: on the bill. Yeah, right.
0: psilocybin, yes. they're decriminalizing. Right. Uh, well, they're they're trying to. Because yeah. it's still gotta it's it's still gonna pass, obviously.
3: <laughs> the thing that I don't understand about these states, right? So I look at Colorado, Oregon, Washington, all the states that are saying, Hey, we're for the legalization of marijuana. And They're basically saying we want more freedom as individuals, but we want to confiscate guns and it just seems so hypocritical and anti freedom to me where it's it. They're contradicting their own efforts in a way by saying, hey, we like some of these laws and we want we want more freedom, but at the same time, we want less and we want to take it away from you guys over there. It's like, I don't think you can have your cake and eat it, too, man, like. You've got to go with more freedom down to the individual, and you've got to basically say, this is what we want. Take it or leave it for the betterment of our society. We want more freedom. Well, but that's a good point. You can't be
1: subjective in your choice of freedom without with lack of understanding. So like you said, the mushroom bill, I know nothing about mushrooms. I've never taken them in my whole entire life. They actually scare me. I wouldn't want never want to take mushrooms i just it's not my thing i'm sure plenty of listeners do it if there's science behind it that proves and data that says this is not a detriment to society well science says hey this is going to be the positive outweigh the negatives let's roll with it right and that's the same thing with firearms you can't just subjectively you know choose what freedoms you have and i think that's the marijuana industry it's like and and the gun industry you can't just say bump stocks are scary you don't know what the fuck a bump stock it's a piece of plastic you fucking moron you're a fucking re fucking stupid fuck. Well, they just got banned, right? No, bump stocks got banned, bump right? stocks and, and the NRA way. supported that, and that's a whole different conversation. But you know, again, that is that it is a knee jerk reaction to hyperbole, and that people have a lack of understanding for that environment, and 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 you have to be willing to understand it and have data that or science that actually fucking tells you that, that, that these are the outcomes of yes or no to this situation. Because you know, it's just like marijuana. Like, how many when we grew up, it was such a it's such a shit thing.
2: Yeah, everything. there was, But, but there what does it do?
1: Show me how it's bad. Show me how it's good. culture and show me how it's bad. to
2: it. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think this also the the decriminalization of this. uh, Poland decriminalized drug use across the board in like 1991. Right. And initially, they saw a spike in use in teenagers and adults, and then it fell off the fucking map. Because once, once they got used to it, and, and a, an adult that has a job is like, oh, man, I can do heroin now if I want. Bah! Oh, wait, I can't be productive if I'm always on heroin, so I should probably not do that. And everybody just like they saw a fucking plummet in use in both the teens and adults. Well, it's one of those things like,
0: where everybody wants to do something they can't do or can't have. So once you legalize something, then it's like, oh, well, that's not fun anymore. Yeah. Fuck,
1: I, I don't have to chase that. Well, you know, I agree you know? and disagree with that because there, there's third and fourth order effects to everything that you do. So someone that's doing heroin, you have to look at like needle, how they ingest it, the the, the, the third and fourth order effects associated with that drug use. And and for me, marijuana specifically, since we're on the topic, is like, what are you going to do? Name, name a dude that's fucking blown his head off smoking weed. They get high and listen to fucking metal mu- music and giggle themselves to sleep. I
3: know plenty yeah, of guys- Yeah, now that like
2: sh- San Francisco is having like- Drug use stations. Yeah. Oh, if you're going to do needle heroin, stations. come to us. We'll give you a brand new needle. Like, and that's right, and maybe that's funded.
1: educational. That, that maybe there's yeah, and, and that's the thing. There has to be like a, a a better way of thinking through that rather than just like black and white.
0: They're worried about people ODing, so they have these safe, were they safety tents or something like that. Well, San I Francisco, think no, they're trying, Seattle. they're trying to
2: combat right.
0: disease inside the homeless population.
2: So I think that's I, I don't I think that's what it is. I'm not sure. Like they're trying to stop the the disease spreading.
0: Yeah, them. and I, I heard they were worried about ODs, diseases, all that other shit. So they're like, "Hey, if you're going to shoot up, come and shoot up here." Well,
1: yeah, Hep C, Hep B, Which HIV, cr- all that with their needles. It's it's disgusting. It's crazy, and that's yeah. more problem. But you know, it's
3: it would be interesting just to look at the you know the national war against drugs, what it takes financially, right? So you're you're just talking about enforcing the laws and then incarceration and basically lump it all in look at how much we spend annually fighting this say how much could we spend if it was legal and then educating a population against the dangers of use right which would be a totally different perspective and then ultimately i'm just looking at it in the context of you know it's such a violent um it's such a violent portion of our society where people have to go to the black market. They have to deal with importers and people coming in from other countries. You've got to deal with such these negative aspects of society. Whereas if it was decriminalized and we spent more time on education, what would that do? Right. So what would that do as, as a society? Because I think you could save a lot of people from being incarcerated for violent crimes. I mean, you could save those incarcerations for people that commit violent crimes. Right. Right. Crimes that actually hurt other people looking at it because the drug dealer on the street, he's not intellectually enlightened enough to know or care whether or not what he's dealing is going to cause harm to his neighbor, the fucking, you know, the crackhead or the, the, the opioid user. He's only trying to get economically advantaged in in his little bit of the earth right they're not they're not dealing with you know college graduates and people that have, with a high education rate they're dealing with people that didn't graduate from fucking high school that don't typically have other economic opportunities and now i'm kind of sounding like a fucking democrat but in a way <laughs> i'm like man i just it, the, the older i get the more i look at this and i say nobody likes to look at the fucking use of drugs like i don't want to deal with drug Addicts, I don't want to deal with them in my fucking house. I don't want to deal with them around my house whatsoever. <clears throat> you Go to these places like Seattle, and the last time I was there, I think we talked about it.
2: Yeah. The heroin
3: addicts fucking the, everywhere. And they're they're legal. allowed now to live outside is it legal your house. Like it's and right? I shouldn't like, say it's is legal. We it's not is that, it's is that not that really enforced. I mean yeah, because they, they passed a law in Seattle where you could claim domicile in your vehicle and they would take up parking spaces and that was their domicile and they wouldn't be towed. So they had parking spots in front of people's homes that people were turning into their homes. See, I, I fundamentally disagree It's that. horrible. I yeah,
1: fundamentally it's fucking disagree. yeah, but I bet oh, I could pay
3: off a tow truck driver to just grab grab a vehicle, you know, and then what are they going to do after that? So my buddy was telling me and that he was like, he went and bought the biggest fucking speakers he could find. And laid him out into his front yard and would fucking turn up the music and just literally blast fucking music straight into their vehicles <laughs> to get them to fucking really? leave. Yeah. See, I'd be like, more dude, for like
1: burning man camps where you just got you go to your drugs, do your thing, what you do, you just can't spread it to the rest of society. Get the fuck
3: out of here. Well yeah, and that's I think look, where I I'm trying to get to in a in a thought process, which is how do we intellectualize this, think about it in a way that's like these guys are not typically violent criminals. They're not causing harm other than the drugs that they're dealing. And that's typically just to make money or ends meet. And they're not making a lot of fucking money either.
1: Hold on. I I somewhat disagree with that because you can say they're not actively pursuing violent activity, but by their participation in drugs that are correlated to disease and their infections with other non-knowing persons in the United States, can grow that right so it's like they can sober up for a night at the bar get laid and they transmit hiv they they create a heightened epidemic that is coming across the united states so there's like that's the complexity in all of this right where it's like how do you let people do what they want in the confines that they want but not let them kind of trickle into you know let's just say functioning society you want to do heroin sure maybe I could get on board with that I'm not there yet right. but then how do you they're gonna take a dirty needle by their participation in that activity and then they're gonna probably heighten rates like anal sex fucking drugs like I like an-
3: that was the first thing you said yeah, yeah. Hey, I, lo- you went I love anal the first. But, I love the butt sex
1: you know <laughs> but like there there's heightened risks across the board as far as contraction rates for specific diseases and then if you're seg- if you're put into those buckets of higher contraction rates well then you're always you're going to come out of that and go back to the bar and maybe fuck someone or give someone a drug and, and, and invite them into your lifestyle which only propagates that and then like makes it more consistent for people like us and so how how do you, how do you protect let's just say a daughter that's 17 years old that finds a cool guy that's hot that, you know, he, who knows if he's a heroin, he could clean his act up for a night. Heroin addict has HIV and now infects it. Like you'd never want that to happen. And I think that's a complexity in, in that. How do you navigate that? And I, and I'm not smart enough to know.
3: I, I'm not either. I'm not there yet either. So I mean, I'm, I'm only throwing this out as a thought process in the sense of the things that I've been thinking about and the, and the, the war on drugs and looking at marijuana and how, the government pursued marijuana to the point of which it was, it seemed a little bit ridiculous to me. It seemed like, especially watching this documentary and maybe my mind is skewed because of this documentary, but it's like, man, you guys are pursuing a bunch of fucking hippies growing pot up in the mountains in Northern California as if they were like, were they distributing or were they just growing it for themselves? Well, they were growing and distributing because you know, they were growing. They found out there was money in it and, and, and the story and the process was pretty interesting as far as the development of that, that entire, because it, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a completely new economy because the marijuana economy didn't really exist prior yeah. to that point. And <clears throat> so it was the growth of this economy that all spurred out of Humboldt County and the money that we spent pursuing it and the people that it basically affected. And then what were they actually doing? They were distributing, growing and distributing marijuana across the united states and we spent hundreds of millions of dollars pursuing these guys chopping fucking plants out of the ground and doing all this crazy shit up in the mountains of california and you're like okay was that really necessary so
1: but that's another good point so how do we govern that because i believe in small government but how do we govern that to bring it back to society like build better schools infrastructure road how do we govern it with small government but then let people have free will. That, like that's the hard part because you're like, yeah. I want people to be able to smoke weed, but ultimately I don't want them to have a free business that they just fucking are ca- a cash money business that doesn't dump back into the greater collective. But then I don't want them to be mandated so much where become a pharmaceutical company where there's you know fifteen twenty x multiples for someone with you know a, a, a terrible cancer can't get fucking marijuana as a freaking they can't smoke weed for you know pain management. Like fuck you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like th- yeah, that, that's I, the hard, where there's a happy medium with everything in life. Right.
3: Well, and I think that's the thing where it's like, how do you translate that and not become hypocritical where you're saying, well, I think this should be legal, but these other things shouldn't be legal. And oh, by right. the way, doctors are prescribing opioids or opioid de- derivatives at a higher rate than they ever have in human history. So we're creating addicts at record amounts that if but, they if their scripts disappear, where do they go? Right, when they're addicts, they go to the streets. To the streets, yeah. some
1: boy. And, but that's where like sales companies in in the medical industry do. Like they they actively pursue doctors to prescribe their said opioids or something that are, that are the same as any other one. They're just labeled as Maker's Mark, freaking Jameson. It's all the same shit right. in the fucking barrel. It's just it's a ma- it's it's a matter of labeled consumption, and then. They, they want to make the money off of it. And the more money, the do- of course, it, it, everything is capitalism. And I truly believe in capitalism because the harder you work, the more you should make. But there is a limit to that, I think, sometimes, which is socialism. And they can, you know, see the bottom of my boot. But, yeah. you know, it's- go,
0: go see uh, AOC, as she's being called on the internet. Now. Who's AOC? Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. She's got a brand machine uh, behind her now. Uh, she's on my AOC. She's on my sweet dick. That right. was, Dude, that was fast. The thing is, is like,
2: it, well, like that, she that, is just an idiot that doesn't understand anything. Like, and everybody voted for her out of this, like, no, I mean, in really, this district. Uh, it was a it, tiny but the district. district. It was like, what? What did they
0: say? Four thousand people voted for her. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, that's all these district elections. By the way, when you ever see the the House of Representatives and they're like, oh, they flipped the House. It's all made up of these tiny little districts where maybe two thousand, three thousand people vote tops. Um, you know, fucking my town or my my district where I'm at. I think because I asked, I asked one of the, the reps, I was like, how how many votes did it take to win? 3,200? I was like, shit, I could be, I could do that. I could uh, get 3,200 votes where I live. I'd
3: love to do that. Same, right? Get you elected. Well, yeah, but, but, and I, but I, we should.
0: I, I sat with one of uh, Trump's people and I said, if, if you were going to run for politics, like, what's the best route? And they were like, oh, man, if you work at the House of Representatives, like, if you're if you represent your district, you can still have another job and, like, do shit. You don't, you know. You don't really have to show up every day. Whereas, like a mayor of a town, you have to show up every yeah. day and do the whole shit. That job, apparently, you don't, where it's just certain dates and you're good.
1: That's and why I don't do really follow politics because it reminds me of back of how the special operations community was, right? So, you're paying guys you, across the board. It's almost socialism where, like, E5 from engineer to supply to special operations to whomever without pro pay get paid the exact same amount of money. They're doing a drastically different, drastically more challenging, less challenging job. You have to pay for performance, and I think that that's where like politics is. You can get in this consistent opportunity to just exist and get paid, and that's where that's where the problem comes in. And that's why I'm a capitalist because what Jared's loving. Okay. Those. No, but but I'm saying like finally we got in this methodology of like let's give pro pay if you're gonna jump out of planes and you run at fucking terrorists with guns every single night under night vision you deserve you deserve to make a couple hundred extra bucks a month because that psychologically impacts you and goes okay I'm getting actually benefited for my input rather than saying I could just fucking exist and get paid the same amount as this person I think politics is the same way like the smartest world dude or woman in the world doesn't want to be president. Because they know they can pursue opportunity outside of the presidency and make significant amounts of more money without the fucking consequence of being under that spotlight. So yeah, you don't. Get they're, they're not going to be there. You're going to get no. these fucking turds that just want to run because it's a power play. They want to fucking yeah. show up and be like, "I'm the fucking shit." Where the best in class are usually the quiet professionals that want to go under the radar and be hyper successful. So like, yet, yeah it you have to navigate that and i don't know what the answer is but fortunately like the military community's kind of worked past that like let's figure out compensation whether that's family, psychological, physical, some opportunity for you to be okay as an individual and benefit under the radar. And and politics isn't that way. It's it's a fucking power move across the board.
0: No, and and look we joke about it all the time of of hey for best 2024. 20, I'm uh, too dumb
1: to run for politics.
0: Not no, man. not that, but like once once the salaries came out when I was like, "Oh, fuck. That's all you're making off of being a governor." Or well, working bu- in the House of Representatives. But, you but, make bullshit. Shit. But
1: No, but bullshit. They know that because it's like every administration, just like the Obamas, what they do is they go, oh, yeah, okay, $500,000 is cool. And then they immediately, like, write 19 fucking books. And you know, because we almost yeah, yeah. ran into competition, $13 million for one book or whatever the fuck Michelle it is.
0: Michelle Obama got 13, yeah. Some shit like that.
1: I don't. Know what she's, it is. The, she's
0: been number. Uh, hey, she's number, number one, yeah. one. and for... you can't
1: compete, of course, right? No. Because the only reason who who would give a fuck about what she has to say fifteen years ago? No one. But no. the fact that she held that office, there's there's this weird insightful perspective that she can tell us because of I that mean, position. What
2: office does she hold? In theory, banging the dude that held the position.
0: Yeah, well,
1: that's that's. <laughs> there's a lot of power with that. Well, you know? when you said Evan Best, twenty twenty, I want to be. The first lady. is what I'm <laughs> No, I was I will laughing say. over here. To I don't look show. at Melania. She does not look stoked. She, she looks like I
0: did not sign up for this. Her English is getting
1: good, though, man. It is? That's fuck. Uh, by the way, I just like that a supermodel is her scorching fucking. Scorching <laughs> hot in real life, by the way.
0: No lie, because the, the PR person, we sat with the family when they were in Wilmington for the thing, and she goes, uh, she stops and she goes, hey, don't look at her in the eyes. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Are we, are we not supposed to? Are we not allowed? She goes, no, no, no. She's so beautiful, it will literally burn your eyeballs out of your skull. And I was like, come on, man. I've seen everybody. As soon as she, we, she was about three feet in front of me, as soon as she sat down, I was like, oh my, oh my God. And I was with my wife and I was taking her back. And I go, Jesse, I'm, Jesse, hold, hold my phone. I have to kiss her. But I was like, you're looking at what I'm looking at, right? She was like, it's, it's almost like she's glowing. And I was like, doesn't seem like a real person. She's so hot. It's crazy.
1: That's hilarious. No, crazy. I was,
2: I was laughing over here because I, I now really want to make, uh some commercials that are like Hit pieces against me for running for mayor of San Antonio, but they're endorsed by me. But they're all hit pieces. <laughs> like, like, Do you know that like Jared, Jared Taylor, Taylor, in Taylor is a horrible drunk? He yeah. runs through women like socks, and it's yeah. like, like <laughs> this, this is message endorsed by, is by is Jared Taylor for Jared Taylor, for Jared Jared. Taylor. And that's by why the Jared Taylor committee. You should be mayor of San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> right. like saw, this would be amazing. It's, you it's the just last an election. anti-Jared
3: Jared Taylor for mayor campaign by me. by, by Jared Taylor.
2: Yes, this is my new. You're not
3: running. <laughs> but you have a bunch of commercials saying, yes, that are do running, not vote for Jared Taylor. Do not vote for him. No, no, that's what no, it is. Hey, hey, do you t- know
1: why Jared Taylor isn't running for governor? Because <laughs> yeah. Jared Taylor is a you – know, runs to girls like <laughs> yeah. socks. He's a drunk. Taylor. Sponsored by Jared Taylor. <laughs> like, this wait, what? By Jared <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> wait, the,
0: there's – Dave, I don't know if your computer works on, on – because we're on location, obviously. Um, but there was a campaign in this last election where six brothers and sisters went against their own brother on a, on a commercial and just said – He's a whore. he He will not work. he will not pass these bills. He will not do this. I believe it was Arizona, and it caught national media attention and then at the end it said, i'm Sally Schumer. I am Doug Schumer. Hank is my brother, and we don't think you should vote for him and He had like eight brothers and sisters and i, I or six, and I believe four of them were in this ad campaign against. Their own fucking brother. Wow. Their own fucking See, family member. No, it's number.
3: way funnier if, if it's yeah. endorsed. It but, is. <laughs> like, yeah. but, but I, you, I would do that just to troll my dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, yeah. the, that was <laughs> the first thought that I had. I was like, Evan would do that to troll his I own family. Like,
3: you should not vote for my father. He's a complete asshole. The more and
1: more I think about that is we should troll my father more because he lives here in Texas. Papa Best, the most amazing human ever. But he is just like your father, Evan. And the stories that used to tell me about how you trolled your dad—he lives four minutes away from me. So I think we should put like oh, Hillary signs. Yeah. Like if you woke up because he gets up the at like Gozars. five.
0: Dave found it. It's the De Gozars in in uh, in Arizona. That's who it was. We should troll the no. fuck out <laughs> of oh,
1: him. Yeah, but I heard.
2: I heard. Uh, I'm sure you probably know about this, but uh, Edwin has been fucking with Paul for over a year, calling him. Every, like, three or four mornings from this oh, fake yeah. credit card company that yeah. Edwin made up. Yeah. He'll call Paul from a blocked number and, like, try and sell him on this credit card. He's been doing it for over a year.
0: Yeah. Paul oh loses his mind when he gets this call. And he still doesn't know?
2: No, Edwin finally came clean at my house the other night. Paul was like, "That's been you the whole time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so good. Ed and I sat in the office for, like... A half hour the other day Just doing that to Paul it was cool. <laughs> You were in on a two, was in on a two. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah Like what's he saying He's like trying to sell him and, The credit he, card isn't he
3: Yeah because I'm like Talking in a different voice Trying to get him on To, to he Just hang up And then we call him back again From a different number Call him back again It's like Fuck man So fun, <laughs> it's so fun He out. said
2: it's been going on For a year Yeah Like I love his and Edwin's trolls, man. They just fucking
0: the reason why set him up. Evan has the best trolls. Yeah, exactly, because it's it's a life game. Like it goes on forever, whereas you and I do like one offs of like, oh my god, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, Yeah, you it's it's a lifelong troll where it's really deep and psychological. That's why it's so fucking good to me. I started one. I it.
3: started one on you like a few months ago. <laughs> I did. I and I don't know it is. You don't know, you don't it, know it yet. Yeah, but it started about six months ago. I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, did we talk? Wait, can I just because I'm an egotistical fuck? Did we? Did we talk about how we started up the video game again? We did. So you and, weren't, and, and I and I destroyed it first yes, video. So we, you weren't here just for the episode, but the three of us uh, did a show and I said, hey,
0: we started the video thing, and then you came out of the gates with the best video ever. And it, it, I think it that was broke. better than my last one, to oh, be honest. Oh, it absolutely
2: with you. was better than your last one. Fucking but, savage. But it was, I the, mean, it was
0: the music because you scored it. Oh, God. Like a John, John thing, I'm an editor, so I was just what? like,
1: I'm, and, and, and you know the complexity that it took to actually have that environment created. Yeah. And I mean, come on. Like, yes I, yes. I risked everything again, like I do. Just like, <laughs> fuck my personal <laughs> life. I need three people to laugh. <laughs> and, you're the, and you're the only three people that have ever seen that video. I had uh, Logan and some other people go, "Oh, well, I gotta see that video." I'm like, "Nah, no, nah, no, no, not no, for no. you, dog." And it was so not for you.
0: Well done. That it oh, just
2: God, it was I, so I called. Everything was perfect,
0: and I called Everything you afterwards, and I oh, go, I like, "We can't do anything. the music
2: alone." Needs to get itself an award. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 Best and original. But, but,
2: but it's not over. I mean, yeah, you you won that round.
0: Is I'm it Marriott like Hotels. Are you trolling me with Marriott Hotels? Nope. Damn <laughs> God damn it! Can, there's a number
2: that's similar to mine
1: that just says congratulations. It's Marion Hotels. You won the rewards program. <laughs> can we can we just do this like Mayweather? I'm just going to come out of retirement once in a while and just throw some good punches. But I want you guys to like fight for the the title. Yeah, too. yeah, like, I'm on I, it. I'm I, on I need on to it. see some. Yo, I, I had want to say that I want, I I want a beautiful setup. I mean, but Evan, I want Evan setup. to do. I think Evan's scared
3: a little bit. He I needs mean, to he's participate. Just, he's
2: just watching. He's not involved. Well, I'm, he's not, getting, I'm not scared. It's
3: in just, like 18 I'm, years, I'm he's going to come out. Yeah, I yeah. can't. I haven't been presented with the opportunity to create such a video of any kind. Therefore, I have to have time and a few other opportunities in order to create that. In order, to yeah, that. I
2: I had a good one set up. It it involved four people, and everybody was everybody was good for it. And, and then we just lost time to do it. It was it was it was good. I told Ross I, what it was going to be. Look,
0: I'll I'll, I'll come clean because I'm an A to B dude. Like when I saw your video, I, I said I couldn't beat it. Well. I could not beat it. Well. I, there's so much. To, there's so much me. going on that we uh, we look. Obviously, <laughs> we can't physically explain it on the show. but no, no there's no, so no, no, much no. involved in that where I was like, man,
1: I, to to get uh, no. I, just for me, too much. Yeah, I would like for say, me I'm though. not a for well. To beat that, I would have to go out of the country. I'm not. I'm not a yeah. well-spoken dude, but I let my art speak for me. And I think that the, <laughs> I think the art spoke for me. Oh, it did. It did because my brain's a squirrel, and sometimes when you get the nut, it's 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 the tastiest nut you've ever had. Oof, man.
0: I, yeah, when I saw it, it was one of those like, God damn it! I can't. I can't beat this. Yeah, like
1: there's, it, there's, it, there's things that just. You watch just for, I really see want to say this, so everybody knows. This is we're a show. we obviously we have fun and talk, but. I think we're probably one of the realest shows out there. And this is real. Like We talked about back in the day how I won that one. But I I, I sat there and thought, and as Evan said, he's an opportunist. And I said, here's an opportunity for me to take... You know, a 6% risk with some certain things. I'm going to fucking just own it, and I did it, and I had some fallout. I had to navigate some things to make that video happen, but <laughs> it happened, <laughs> and it doesn't exist anymore. I remember it was like, everybody delete it. I'm like, yep, I delete yeah. it. Boom. Gone. My wife seemed to be like, what the fuck was that? Don't worry about everybody it. Everybody in the world. Well, the, 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 we that. Is, yeah. the
3: thing of it is, is that's that's an eclipse moment.
2: It was an eclipse. <laughs> it was an
3: eclipse. It was a
2: fucking. It was it a is. fucking. It was a goddamn Haley's coming.
1: With the roller eclipse. coaster, you're like, where is he going with? Oh, 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 like,
3: That's an bitch. eclipse moment, man. Yeah. Like things have to align, and those only come around. You know, they they don't come around every day. That's that's not that's that can't happen every day. <laughs> there was yeah, there was
2: an aspect in that video I don't even know if I could find. <laughs> like even if you were like just find yeah. that one, yeah. just find that one piece. You get that one piece. No, I don't know where to fucking get
1: it. No, I mean that's a. Uh, I know where to ask. get it.
3: The problem
1: is. <laughs> Sometimes you got to make origami, no, dude. Because it, not any,
2: You you have to go through ten layers Like even if you knew Even that you know where to get it You've got to go through another eight steps To to get the fucking
3: outcome That's my whole point That's my whole fucking point You gotta get a fucking telescope Put yourself in the right fucking place Away from the city where there is an ambient light. Like, I got to get a fucking picture of this shit. I got to plan my trip. This only comes around every now and again, but fucking, hey, I'm going to be there. You know what I mean? Well, I'm an opportunist. The game is not over. But in order to beat an eclipse, you can't go out. You need a volcano. No, you, need a volcano. It, you, know?
1: you need a fucking. <laughs> you got this a- is
3: a Yellowstone fucking super volcano type event, man. This ain't. This ain't fucking lot watching a goddamn I want to say,
1: I've served the country, but you're welcome for my friendship.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it to this one. You sent it to me. I watched it so many times, I, I hear the music in my head
1: before I, I do I was. I I was so nervous when I was sending it. I literally put it in the thread. You were like, I, X'd you were like out. I
2: made a video. I put but it in the I thread and
1: I. Send it. I, I, and I, out. I put it in thread, I exited out. I deleted it, the, the project file, and I was like put it in thread, deleted it. And I was like, I I can't send this. And then I was just like, you know what, sometimes to in life you gotta be loved for who you are and this is who I am. <laughs> Fucking send, you know?
0: <laughs> oh God. It was the single greatest video because I called you first. Yep. I said that was the single greatest video I've ever seen. What do we do? And your your exact words
1: were, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Well, I have three other skits written, but again, like Evan said, it it's like you how, spread I, them out. opportunity and, 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 and how I can actually navigate those. But uh well thank you. I, I take great pride in there because I took unsurmountable risk in creating that and editing it and sharing it. So so thank you. It, I, yes, I appreciate and if that. I
0: know the music breaks. <laughs> Like as soon as that kicked in, I was <laughs> the like, oh, scoring was no. so
1: fun. <laughs> That's how many times I
0: watched it alone. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and then burned it. But uh, it is ingrained in my mind forever. Uh, whose house are we at, by the way? Because we're we're in San Antonio. We've been shooting Instructor Earl's sketch
1: today.
3: When is that coming out? Uh when when do we decide? Twenty third? Is that when we said we were gonna release it? Uh,
1: yeah. We yeah. got our D I T guide to navigate the hard drives. I will get to the edit this weekend. I'll probably be done by Monday. So whenever gotcha. we want to release it. Who's
0: house this this house is fucking awesome? We're on what eight thousand acres. This is a no thousand acres. Oh one thousand? Acres. Okay. Um yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I math, thought I heard eight
0: mathematicians. Mathematicians, yeah. know, you got drive place.
2: fucking four miles through the gate. I don't know how big an acre is. Yeah, well,
1: it's so a, it's a, a, a friend that we uh, met through or CMO was on the show. CMO yeah. Joe. Yeah, or, uh, Harry, Harry, a, amazing huh? Harry individual, a fucking rad dude. One of our best podcasts, yeah. by the way. We're out in the bumfuck Egypts. So we got all the the dead deer up here, and um, we wanted to shoot another instructor Earl skit. So the whole team was out here today. Evan put on a flawless performance yeah. as usual today. I looked like garbage. You, you look, look like, amazing. You look it's like on, shit. It's actually it's on Drinking Bros Instagram. On Instagram. Instagram right yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I posted it on my account, and I said,
0: it's ma'am. It's ma'am.
1: <laughs> That's really good. That's <laughs> be, between Is between that what the it's ma'am. Is you the, put it's ma'am? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fist pump. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Between it's ma'am and the Fiji water girl, those are the two. What's the Fiji water girl? What's a Fiji water, water girl for 2019? There was a Fiji paid for just to hand out waters on the red carpet, of the Golden Globes. Okay. And this girl just happened to be in every single shot for every celebrity, so all like everybody's pictures all over social media. You could see this girl, this Fiji girl, wearing this blue dress, holding a tray of Fiji waters in the background, and it just took off. Like I, I posted it and was just like, you know, the internet
2: adopts one thing and goes oh, yeah. fucking buck
0: wild. I mean, she it. was on uh, James Corden serving Fiji waters last night. She was on Andy Cohen tonight's serving waters oh, wow. like. It, it it really took off. Her Instagram went from she's a model living in Los
1: Angeles. She she, whoever there. the marketing guy that you know put her it up on the, the stage, Fiji, yeah, yeah, Fiji yeah. just got thanks.
0: So her Instagram, Matt, if you're looking at it, jump jumped from 1,200 followers to over 200,000 in less than course, 48 I- hours. Um, 48 hours, the Fiji Water Girl has exploded, and she's now everywhere.
2: Um, can Dave? Can you also see what oh, yeah. Matt's done um, with that? One if someone has made million. a uh, she's at one six a auto tune remix no, of the 1. it's 1. ma'am. 7 million views <laughs> just on this feature. Because you know somebody did. Oh yeah, oh uh, someone got to do auto tune remix of the ma'am. The ma- <laughs> you <know>. It's ma'am.
0: <laughs> it's ma'am. The the meltdown over that was absolutely yeah. It was like a
2: four dollar game yeah 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 yeah. yeah for
1: sure they had to have planned this dude there's no fucking way like i i
3: i love that video like it's ma'am, ma'am. i think yeah, like so do i like, right it's, yeah it is it is so and I, I thought about it right so and i think a lot of us probably thought about it like man there there's so many layers here that are wrong right <laughs> <Which is> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like how do you rewrite your entire existence to try to identify somebody that is obviously a male and you're like uh, sir it's bam. <laughs> it's like man i, I got to rewrite like however old that person was 30 years of existence and identifying <sighs> people it looked like which is ass, like a 45 year old man your fucking reptilian portion of your brain i would imagine where you're like I, i'm sorry I'm, I'm i'm sorry i can't call you ma'am i, I i'm not i'm mistaken this but Holy shit! You are, you look like a dude. How can I do? How can I? How can I call you ma'am? It's no. impossible. You're in here with hairy legs and big muscles, and an Adam's apple. <laughs> and it's like just because you have long hair and earrings doesn't mean yeah. that you're a chick, dude. And yeah. just because you like are, that doesn't but, that doesn't again, make you a chick. Can't you fight that
2: with? When when he's screaming, it's "Ma'am, you're misgendering me." You can just go, "Yeah, I choose not to 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 fall for your bullshit."
0: Because that's uh, not what I identify I could, you uh, as. You
2: could fight yeah. that, and you, yeah, could say, you could say,
3: "Well, I identify as a person that doesn't choose to uh, acknowledge this." I could I could I could respond to that and say, "I'm sorry. I identify as a blind person." And I'm just listening to your voice.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you guys, you actually
1: have to listen to, to Rogan's episode with Gad Saad. Um, he's, a, he's a, I don't know, his official title. But it's one of the most engaging, interesting ones I've ever watched. And he's like... Um, a theorist and does he's a scientist and does all these cool things but they went on like political correctness and that's kind of what they talked about was how people refuse reality because there there's reality and there's emotion right that's like a standard process in life and people that choose emotion because it should be it makes people feel good and that's where you can actually say reality doesn't exist because this makes someone feel good where it's like no reality is reality You're a dude, Ross. You're a female, and I think that, and and that's weird. Where that weird part of transgender community comes into, where if you were, I I truly believe that some people are born in the wrong bodies. That's great, and they should never be, you know, you know, bullied. They should never have any hardships in life when it comes to that. And and you're obviously going to have that, but ultimately, like, reality is reality, man. You're wearing red and white shoes, like that's what you're wearing, Ross. Yeah, that's reality. And But then someone's like, well, we're colorblind. We're like, okay, well, the masses and scientific facts is that color is defined by red. So that's what that is. And then you, you, just these fucking, these people are crazy. You can't conform the minority to the masses just because you have an emotional component that disagrees with reality. It's it's completely fake, erroneous, and l- l- ludicrous. Yeah, it's, it's
0: fucking insane. Speaking of Rogan, by the way, since we're getting close to your book coming out, yeah. right around 4th of July, a lot of people have asked, will you go on Rogan?
1: I don't know. I'd I'd hope so. I don't, you know, I'd love to have a conversation. I think we talk about a lot of fun things. I think that I've withhold a lot of fun stories with the book that we've never talked. I'd love to to I'd speak love to, to those. see so, you on there. I think it would be yeah, great. I think Evan and I would be, I, I don't know if I'd want to go there alone because he can speak more politics than me, but um, I'd love to go on. It'd be fun. I love Rogan because he's willing to absorb any information and actually take a crack at anything. So it'd be fun to, like, talk my side of life and where I came from. You know, I'm a hillbilly little fuck that joined the Army at 17 and somehow found himself working for government agencies and deploying in direct action capacities. And then being a business owner, that's been, you know, what I conceive fairly successful and an influencer. And so, yeah, I'd love to talk through that stuff.
0: It'd be awesome. And and from what I understand, we should be ready for pre-sales, what, you think a month or so? Something like that?
1: Yeah. Right. Um, the one thing with pre sales though, you know it's not for pre-sell, dot BlackRifleCoffee.com. If you go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, yeah, you can find it. premium roast order <laughs> coffee, the best coffee in the fucking world, and What's you can that buy What's promo it? code there? Uh, Drinking Bros 20? Yeah.
0: yeah. Drinking Drink Bros 20. 20.
3: <clears throat> now now that, I would highly
0: recommend using it on the Coffee Club of the Month program.
3: Well, and the, and the funny thing is I don't think a lot of people might have heard this from me, but I started roasting coffee in 2005, 2006. Between deployments, so I could take fresh roasted coffee with me on my deployments. So when I made my departure out of the government in two thousand fourteen, we started roasting coffee, and we started roasting coffee together. That was the premise of our of our business relationship initially. One hundred percent. So how we met was through coffee. Yep. And the whole coffee club was designed and implemented by me, Matt, and the other guys here at Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, a lot of the roasts that we developed, they developed them AK 47, Just Black. We developed those back in 2008 and 2010 in my little mountain cabin back in Colorado. And uh, the Black Rifle Coffee Club is something that I designed specifically for ease to get the freshest roasted coffee in America. Two, you also get incredible discounts with a oh, ton of, of those. awesome fucking retailers. So, I designed this thing for me. I designed yes. it because I wanted to use something like that. I wanted my coffee that I drank religiously every day to pay for all the cool shit that I like to buy. So that's why we designed the whole thing, which was give great discounts from awesome retailers and the freshest roasted coffee in America. So blackriflecoffee.com, join the coffee club, Drinking Bros 20.
0: And, that, and that's, uh, that's why we're here.
3: Uh, it's the scary. only reason it's why it's we're, all, it's, it's, we're
0: shooting content. Mm-hmm. Shooting the only reason we have the ability to be
1: here at what fucking 10 p.m. here at the ranch is because <clears> we, we we have a coffee company and um, that supports us to do this kind of thing because we don't really ask a lot of money from drinking pros. That's why I mean Ross feeds hats for 20 minutes of four episodes. Jesus Christ. But, you well, know, somebody's uh, got to pay for this whole <laughs> shit wagon to be on the air. <laughs> No, it's it's we're we're super stoked. We have a big year planned. We had a huge meeting yesterday, and we're we're super excited for the future. Sounds gonna be good.
0: It's gonna be rad. Uh, Right now, we we're going to the drinking bro of the week. Um, The nominee. This is Jeff Falco. Never heard the name Falco before, but I like it. Strong. It's a Viking name, like a Viking name. Uh, Jeff is a gold star father and a U.S. Army veteran. His son Chris was a special forces soldier who was killed in two thousand five while working with ODA 316. Chris was 22 years old and awarded the Silver Star for his actions. Before Chris died, he told his dad he wanted to start a company making pens out of bullet casings. Jeff started a company to honor his father and his son and other fallen warriors. Since starting this pen company, Jeff has donated most of his proceeds to Special Operations Warrior Foundation, TF. Dagger and other veteran causes. He's been dealing with some serious health issues lately, but it hasn't stopped him from carrying on his mission, helping other veteran organizations. This man epitomizes selfishness and is a hero to me and many others because he's one tough SOB and an incredible father and that's why i'm nominating him for drinking bro of the week
1: sob stands for son of a bitch and yeah, i like that it does yeah hey okay. charlie mike man continue mission dude that's hell awesome yeah, thank you for the epic shit you're doing hell yeah um we're and, not powerful uh, as inv- individuals are powerful as a community ross and that's the community right there and god I damn it. right um, cheers to you brother
0: and and uh dude thanks thanks to black rifle coffee sincerely for having us all up to a amazing cabin up in a mountain i mean there's a a river out here we were shooting guns at lunch yeah i mean is there a better job than this on the planet
1: no oh wait oh freedom was calling it's 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 our jobs
0: (laughs) i had to answer (laughs) (laughs) uh for jared taylor matt best evan hafer i am ross patterson live from san antoine good night everyone